What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and John Impemba here. That's right, baby. We're recording on Thursday night. You're listening to this on Friday. The game is over for Miami against the, the Ravens. John and I might be recording a little early, so we don't even know how that one went. Um, but it should uh, be. Hopefully, it's Baltimore covering the seven and a half hours. Hopefully. Well, seven and a half. Glad you got seven and a half. I'm looking at it right now. I see it at eight and a half at the DK Sportsbook. Oh, and at the time of writing the wager alarm article today, it was at seven and a half. So maybe, uh, maybe I got it in before the official news there on Tua. Well, it was the official. It was the it was the news on Tua combined with the fact that there's rain in the forecast. I think a lot of money was coming in on uh, on Miami. So, nevertheless. That one will be a surprise. We're not even going to make our picks here because the game's already started. So let's talk about what's going on Sunday. Uh, we'll go through all the games here. We'll give you our picks against the spread. We're going to start it off, John, in New York. Well, sort of. It's New Jersey. Uh, Buffalo Bills, they are an 11-point favorite over the New York Jets. Um, I will defer to you to go first on this one. Do the Buffalo Bills thump the Jets because of the embarrassment from last week? Or is 11 points just too much to give right now? I don't know what the hell happened last week, Howard. Um, uh, you're, even your Jets made a valiant comeback uh, with Josh Johnson last week uh, against the Colts. So, you know. The, the betting week world was flipped upside down in week nine, but I think everything sort of resets itself in week 10. Even though it is a big spread to take against a home dog, I'm going to go Buffalo giving the 11 here. Yeah, I just can't get behind the New York Jets in this one here. I think I think you know, the, the defense for the Bills is fantastic. I, you know, and I think the offense is just, it's just too much for what the Jets have, right? I mean, the defensive line is is soft. The secondary is super, super young. Um, I hate laying these kind of points either, but I'm going to go with Buffalo as well. Uh, Tampa Bay, nine and a half point favorites over the Washington football team. Um, you know, both teams are coming off the bye. You know, one thing that continuously sticks in my head all the time here is uh, is is you talking about how Tom Brady at home is like money in the bank and he's throwing, you know, four touchdown passes a game and he's throwing for 300 yards, and then you look at them on the road, and it's uh, it's less than spectacular here. They are saying they're calling for a, a big high-scoring game with the 51 over-under, um, but I think I think with a 9.5 points, which is what this game is at right now, I'm going to take the Washington football team uh, and look for a backdoor cover. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, Brady before the break uh, against New Orleans actually had one of his best road games of the season. He threw four scores. But Tampa outright lost that game against New Orleans, you know, and again, them on the road this season. Uh, I think they're own four now against the spread as well. Um, you know, I, I'm with you there. I, well, I don't love Washington. Now, the fact that Chris Godwin may not play, they don't have Antonio Brown. Gronk is questionable. You know, you're looking at Brady with with Evans, you know, that that's, you know, they can certainly do damage there, but you're not going to try to run against the Washington front with, Fournette, you know, I'm with you there. Give me the nine and a half. I think, I think again, Tampa struggles uh, covering the spread on the road will we'll come through. All right. Uh, heading down to Big D, right? You got Dallas. They're an eight-point favorite over the visiting Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know, listen, Dallas was atrocious against Denver. 
Um, Dallas is a home favorite by more than a touchdown is, is incredibly unreliable. Um, and you know what? I think Vegas knows that. So it's like almost like they're begging you to take the Falcons uh, with the eight points. But I don't know. John, you tell me where are you leaning? No, I'm going to go bounce back here for Dallas. Um, I, I don't know how Atlanta even really won last week. I mean, again, you're looking at their team, their roster composition, who they have on offense, even their defense. You know, yeah, they beat a Trevor Simeon led Saints team, right? And, you know, it took a comeback to happen. But I think that the, the Cowboys got a culture shock last week. Uh, you know, they, they blew out Minnesota at home the week before Cooper Rush. They're probably feeling themselves a little bit. And they got smacked in the mouth by a Denver team. Uh, I think they're ready to reset. They probably refocused and they're going to lie into Atlanta this week. <sighs> I almost want to just take Atlanta just to go against the, the Cowboys here. And I will. I will. I'll take the points. Um, I get what you're saying here. I just get, you know, it's like, you know, when you, when you get burnt so much by a team, it's like taking the chargers at, at home as a favorite is like, you know, it kills me. And we'll get to that later on here in the show, but I was going to say teaser, <laughs> but you know, everybody just keeps telling me, well, these aren't the same chargers. These aren't the same chargers. And then when I follow the fact that they're not the same chargers, then what do they do? They screw me anyway. So I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons. I'm taking the eight points, and I'm going to hope, pray, and and keep my fingers crossed that Corderell Patterson and Kyle Pitts are the man in this one. We'll see. Saints on the road in Tennessee. Titans are favored by two and a half. I've been talking about this game all week long since the spread came out. Since this line came out, this line looks ridiculously fishy to me. You got the Titans, right? Who even without big bad Derrick Henry, they smoked the Rams. They killed them. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close. It really wasn't. <clears throat> Meanwhile, then you've got the uh the, the Saints and and the Saints with Alvin Kamara with you know his his knees a little banged up. They just lost to the Falcons. Why in the world is this line only two and a half? Like to me. That's Vegas being like, well, you don't think that the Titans can win this one by three? Come on. Um, I'm on the Saints here. I'm taking the two and a half points and I'm winning. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we do we know what the status of Kamara's ankle is? I know he popped up on the injury report. You know, that um, worries me a little bit there. Yeah, did um, not practice. I don't think he practiced again today. He uh, he he's, it, it looks like he might not play. Yeah, but that's a worry. That's a worry for me. I, I'm gonna go Tennessee here. I think they keep it rolling. All right, all right. I like being on the opposite side of you here. Um, let's go. Uh, Colts hosting the Jaguars. You know, Jags riding high off of that big, you know, uh, that big win against Buffalo. <clears throat> Still getting, <clears throat> excuse me, zero respect whatsoever. Right, as a ten point dog here to the Colts. Um, I love what Carson Wentz is doing here, but you know, I'll uh, I'll leave you the uh, the first call on this one. Yeah, no, I'm gonna go the Colts here too. I mean, I, I love I love what we've seen not only out of Wentz and his connection with Pittman of late, but Jonathan Taylor just has upped his game. Um, you know, great win last week uh, for them here uh, or against uh, for for Jacksonville, but I, I don't see that coming here again. I think that was a 
uh, a one game for them. You know, they, they surprised the sleeping Buffalo team, but uh, you know, Indy at four and five, still in the playoff hunt, need a win this week. And they're going to get it at home against Jacksonville. I like the Colts as well. I do. Um, I do think that this is going to be an interesting game to uh, to invest in for DFS. I really do, because the Colts secondary is terrible, right? You got the uh, the 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 Lawrence and and Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault. But then on the other side, you got the Colts against a horrible defense also, plus Jonathan Taylor. I can see, I, you know, the 47 and a half, I'm actually leaning on the over on that one. Mm. In any event. Pittsburgh Steelers, they're at home. They're taking on the, the well-rested Detroit Lions. Um, <clears throat> I just can't get behind an eight-point spread here. I just can't get behind it. Pittsburgh, to me, is not a good team. We have seen Detroit play teams. There's, a, you know, obviously a little They just got smoked by the Eagles. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. But that's because I was so heavily in on uh, on Detroit for that game. I'm not in on Detroit to win this game here. Um, like I was there, but I, I just, I, I have a hard time having the Steelers lay eight points. So I'm just going to take the road dog. Yeah, I can't ever, I can't ever take the lions. Um, you know, I, <laughs> even, <laughs> even with Pittsburgh losing chase Claypool potentially for this week as well. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think Goff is very good. Obviously we know that. Swift, he can be a, a player, but I, I just, to me, they're, they're, Detroit doesn't have the ability to move the ball consistently here. And I think just the volume against this bad Detroit defense out of Big Ben with, with Deontay Johnson, with Najee Harris, with Fryan Muth apparently now um, becoming an actual player in the game. Um, you know, it's not going to be ugly. I think we're definitely going to take the under here, but, you know, this could be a 17 nothing Pittsburgh win. Right. So okay. uh, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. I, I don't think either team's going to blow doors, but I don't know. If, I don't know if the Detroit's going to find the end zone, maybe a field goal. You know, there's I'm just not very impressed at all by them, obviously. All right. All right. Last game in the early spots here. Cleveland taking on the Patriots. We don't know yet about Nick Chubb's status uh, or Demetric Felton, whether or not Nick Chubb plays. You still have Dearness Johnson, who the last time he started was just an absolute beast. Going up against the Patriots team that does not handle the run very well. John, uh, you with me on the Browns plus two and a half? No, I'm not. I mean, listen, they, they're not. Here's The Patriots are not very good against the run, but what they are very good at is taking away the one thing that you generally do well. Uh, and to me, this is going to be a game where it's a full sellout. I'm stopping whoever the running back is because Bill knows Baker Mayfield sucks. I know Baker Mayfield sucks. You know, Baker Mayfield sucks. Everybody knows at this point that Baker Mayfield, if you put the ball in his hands and you make him try to win a football game, he's bound to make a few mistakes. The Patriots defense loves to capitalize on mistakes. You saw it last week against your guy, Sam Darnold. We've seen it all season long uh, with other quarterbacks that are just, you know, average to below average players um and they turned the football over and they capitalized they've, they've scored defensive touchdowns now and back-to-back weeks here they're at, at home um you know if it's nick chubb or deanna johnson i think New England just kind of sack the box stop the run and make baker beat them and i don't i don't see that happening all right 
There you go. Those are the early games, the 1 p.m. Eastern games. John and I are going to take a quick time out. We're going to pay some bills, listen to some commercials. When we come back, we've got the rest of the slate, including Monday Night Football, which just got a whole lot more interesting with Odell Beckham Jr. We'll discuss when we return right after this. All right, John, 4 p.m. games on Sunday. Let's start it off here. We were talking about it earlier. Vikings on the road, plus three, going up against the Chargers. Vikings have been playing a lot of tough last-minute games. Whether they've won or lost is irrelevant, but they've been playing the uh, the tight games there. The Chargers, as a home favorite, have – oh, I mean, they've just been killing it. Like, not you know, like killing me. Like, you know, you right. take them because you believe – and then they crap all over you. Well, where you, you, what do you like in this one? Now I'm gonna go with the Vikings here again. The Vikings have been disappointing as well. You know they lost to uh, Dallas, as I mentioned, when they had Cooper Rush going up against them. They lost in overtime uh, to Baltimore last week. Uh, but I think they're gonna have the matchup on their side. Now I don't have the injury report in front of me. Maybe you do. Uh, with the Chargers cornerbacks, you know, last week going to that game against Philadelphia, I think they were without both their starting corners. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if they've returned to practice this week or if they're going to be ready to go. Uh, obviously, you don't want to be going up against Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson uh, with a weekend secondary. But also, uh, we know that the um, defensively uh, against the run this season, the Chargers currently rank dead last. They're worse than your Jets in DVOA against the run. And whether it's Dalvin Cook or if it ends up being Alexander Madison, given the situation that Cook has found himself in, uh, you know, with the reported domestic dispute problems uh, this past week, um, they're going to they're going to have a hard time stopping either of them in the run. So uh, while I don't love Minnesota's current form, uh, I think this is a, a really good spot to go ahead and get them a win. With everything you know about the Dalvin Cook situation, do you really think the NFL is going to suspend him? Uh, this I year, don't know. probably not right away. You know, I'm just saying like, if there's any, maybe the team would bench him, right? Like we don't know, we, you know, in, in an era where there's a lot of public pressure on organizations to take action. Uh, and this is certainly a, a case that's going to have to be investigated. I've seen things as I'm sure you have, um, come out with tech messages and pictures of, you know, his ex-wife or girlfriend with, you know, looks like there's some domestic dispute on his and, and then he's claiming domestic dispute on the other side. So, um, you know, those images certainly aren't good for him if they end up being, you know, accurate or a part of the story. And, um, you know, likewise on the other side. So we never know. The league could certainly take an action. The team could be feel pressured to take action here and sit about until these things are resolved, um, you know, given the state of, of you know, the culture around the, around the world today. So uh, do I think they're going to sit him? Probably not. But. Who knows? There's a lot of time between today and Sunday for something else to break out there. Very true. Very true. And yet another example as to why you handcuff in fantasy, right? Right. Well, right. Especially this late in the year. If you can make a play to get your, if you're in a position to make the playoffs and you can make a move to get a hand, a handcuff to your running back, uh, you should be, should be looking to do it. Unreal. All right. So wait, do I, you know what? Are you taking the Chargers or the Vikings? No, I said I'm going to take Minnesota here. <clears throat> You're taking Minnesota here. I'm probably leaning towards taking Minnesota as well. Uh, Panthers, 10 and a half point underdog on the road with Arizona. You know, here's the big problem for me is that Arizona, we don't know about Kyler Murray. We don't know about DeAndre Hopkins. 
We do know that they, <clears throat> excuse me, they reinstated um, AJ Green from the reserve COVID list, but you know, we don't know about the main starters here, but on the other hand, Carolina, you got PJ Walker, who's going to be the quarterback um, at least until Cam Newton gets up to speed. Oh, that's disgusting there. I picked up Cam Newton <clears throat> in a, a super flex league three weeks ago. Just have had him on my bench uh, today. It feels pretty good <laughs> to, uh, to have a quarterback that is uh, now available on my roster, even if it's just Cam Newton. Uh, the, the, the quarterback situation in Superflex Leagues, Howard, uh, is pretty tough. Uh, so being able to just make speculation pickups, basically at the rate that quarterbacks are going down, I'm like, you know what? Cam Newton's vaccinated. He says he's ready to go. A team may come calling the next time the quarterback gets down and injured, uh, adding him to my team. So uh, today I got a lot of text messages from angry people in that league being like, what the hell, man? You picked him up a couple of weeks ago? Damn right I did. Got to be prepared. I love that. I love that. That's that's why you guys have to pay attention. That's why you follow John on Twitter at JMPemba777, J-I-M-P-E-M-B-A-777. Follow him on Twitter. It's like you follow all this stuff over at Fantasy Alarm. It's insights like this that you, you'll be the one receiving the nasty text messages from your league because you were smart enough to make a move like that. So kudos to you on that one, John. Um, but that doesn't escape the fact that you have to tell me whether or not you want to take the Panthers with the points against the Cardinals. No, nah, I got to go Cardinals here. Um, you know, even though this offense, if it's, if it's PJ Walker, it's just going to be all, um, you know, all Christian McCaffrey over a hundred total yards last week. You look good. Um, yeah, Arizona's defense has, has been strong this year. And, you know, that running game, you know, Connor is unbelievable. And, and even if it's just McCoy, you know, he diced up a bad 49ers defense last week. Maybe he can dink and dunk his way against Carolina as well. Maybe. Um, all right. Next game that we've got is uh, Philadelphia going up against the Denver Broncos. Broncos favored by two and a half coming off of that big old win against the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry, home game or not here in week 10. I don't think the Denver Broncos need to be favored over anybody at all here. Give me the Eagles. Give me the two and a half points. Um, I, it, it's, uh, I, can't, I just can't get behind Denver. Not to mention the fact that I did hear that Denver is likely to be down three offensive linemen this week. Yeah, it's certainly not encouraging. Um, but I'm going to go opposite of you here. I'm going to take Denver at home. Uh, I don't think Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. I've talked about this now for weeks. I understand fantasy production. He puts up numbers, but the last couple of weeks, that hasn't been the case either. Uh, if he's not throwing for scores, he's you know he needs really his legs uh, to do the damage for him. Uh, I'm not really a believer in necessarily the running game. I think they've been uh, their ability to produce has basically been game theory driven than anything else. I actually like Teddy Bridgewater, you know, in terms of being able to protect the football. And he's got a healthy Judy. Noah Fant is back in the lineup. They got Tim Patrick still. They got Cortland Sutton. And both running backs, despite the offensive line problems, have been productive. So, you know, I'm going to go with the home team here. I'm going to take Denver. All right. All right. Uh, Seattle, the return of Russell Wilson. Will he be facing Aaron Rodgers or not? We don't know yet either. Aaron Rodgers has not been announced yet as to whether or not he will be back. This line is Packers minus three. Uh, who you like on this one? Uh, give me Seattle. Uh, while I understand 
Rodgers, uh, you know, impacts that game if he does play. Um, I do like Russell Wilson coming off IR. You know, they're 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 got they're healthy. You know, they're, they're even getting Carson back here this week as well. They got Metcalf and, and Lockett. I think they're gonna come out from their by ready to go, ready to fire and be gangbusters here. Um, I would very much like that. I would say, yeah, I, you know, listen, I'll, if Aaron Rodgers plays, I want the Packers, but because I think he's got to have a chip on his shoulder, right? I mean, after everything that's gone on right now, Aaron Rodgers is just that. He's that type of guy who's just, he's spiteful. He's, he's spiteful. You saw it against Bears fans. You, you know, you, you just know that it's coming there. So if Rodgers plays, I want the Packers. Uh, if he's out, you definitely got to give me the Seahawks. Um, although this line, if Rodgers is declared out, I'm sure this line actually flips and Seattle becomes the favorite. So bet it now if you want the Seahawks, if you don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Bet it now. Chiefs, Raiders. Oh, man. Sunday night action here. Chiefs are favored by two and a half on the road. Matt, I just... I don't know what the hell's wrong with the Chiefs. There's all sorts of things wrong with the Chiefs here. It's it's got me leaning towards taking the Raiders. I was I was gonna take the Chiefs yesterday. I was talking to Ronus about it on the show, and and you know we were leaning there, and you know he kind of convinced me here that the Raiders are probably as the home dog the better play. Yeah, I mean, listen, the the Chiefs they didn't cover against the Jordan Love Packers team last week at home. They didn't cover. Did they cover against the Giants? I don't think they did, right? Or they were. It wasn't. It was an ugly game between them, right? So, I don't. I, I'm with you. I don't think. I don't think they're going to cover against the Raiders. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was practicing this week with the Raiders. You know whether you whether or not you think of of Deshaun Jackson, he's better than Zay Jones, who played 94 offensive 94 percent of the offensive snaps last week. You know, replacing Henry Ruggs. You know, Djax could could be a factor in that team's offense and. Kenny Drake has looked very good there. I'm I'm kind of biting in here on the Raiders as well. All right. So we're in agreement on that one. Let's turn our attention to Monday night football. Before we uh before we talk about it, it's it's uh 49ers are the home dog, uh three and a half point spread. Um man, let's talk about the fact that Odell Beckham is uh is is signing with the Rams now. Like and and he's expected to play on Monday night. Uh, your thoughts on OBJ uh, in LA? Did anybody at all ever once report the Rams in on Obel Beckham before before it was announced that he signed there? No, nobody. I didn't hear it either. <laughs> you know, I, I heard the Saints, I heard the Patriots, I heard the Packers, I heard the Chiefs. You know, I never once heard the Rams. Uh, it is obviously one of those situations where an overused term, like an embarrassment of riches, potentially there now with the Rams. Uh, you know, they have Cooper Cup, the best receiver in football right now. They have Robert Woods, you know, though not performing necessarily at the level. Uh, you know, he is one of the better wide receiver twos. Van Jefferson, I was excited for to actually continue to see him develop in this offense. You know, he's averaging like six or seven targets a game as their wide receiver three. He's going to get bumped down. OBJ is going to move in there. But like as a wide receiver three, if OBJ starts getting six or seven targets a game, like we're seeing out of Van Jefferson right now, I mean, there's going to be a lot of value there to him, and that offense is just going to be crazy. So, uh, yeah, it, it's wild to see him go there. It's it's because he was never once rumored to land in that spot. But McVay pulled it off, and uh, we'll have to see uh, how everything meshes together. 
if he's truly going to be able to handle watching other guys get more targets than him. Well, that yeah, I mean that was that was my biggest concern. Also, when I figured that the Packers were uh, a much better spot, I thought the Packers were the best spot out out of them all because you've got Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be a free agent. Devontae Adams going to be a free agent. Odell Beckham, you signed for you know you signed for the the minimum deal. You you pad your stats for the final eight games. You guys go in, you you win the Super Bowl. Right. And all of a sudden you're, you're getting a, a huge contract next year. Huge. Like people just lap that shit up. But. Man, I got to tell you, this is, um, you know, the, the Rams situation. Yeah. From a fantasy standpoint, it sucks for, for the receivers because he's going to command targets. Um, he's going to be a, a, a problem if he's not getting, you know, enough of his attention. It's just I, I hated the the move here. but. You know, again, yeah, it just gives the Rams just so much crazy firepower that it's tough to, you know, the home dogs on Monday night are covering like, you know, more than 60 percent of the time. But I, I just don't know how I go to the 49ers here against the Rams. By the way, I did hear in the uh, in the recruitment phone call, uh, Sean McVay conferenced in Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods and Jalen Ramsey. I believe it. I mean, that team's loaded up, right? They traded for uh, Von Miller last week as well. So, yeah, uh, you know, they're they're ready to dance. They are ready to dance. They're looking for the Super Bowl. So um, I'm torn here. Um, you know, part of me just wants to take the, the, the home dog because they cover 60 percent of the time. But I just I, I can't go against the Rams here uh, with what they've got. Maybe this is maybe this is just uh, this is too many. Uh, too many cooks in the kitchen, but I'm really having a hard time believing in Sam Fran. Uh, Colt McCoy was 22 of like 26 against yeah. San Francisco last week. <laughs> uh, James Conner had three total touchdowns. You know, Benjamin had a touch. Like, no, no, no. And then San Francisco was home for that game. So, uh, no, thank you. Give me the Rams all day, every day. Uh, I, I would be stunned following their loss last week. If they don't come out, like you mentioned, just rejuvenated and ready to kill. Uh, I'm excited for your Monday Night Showdown playbook, truthfully, uh, to see uh, OBJ as one of your MVP picks. Oh, I'm, I'm calling out sick. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to make that one. So can you do that for me? Uh, we'll, we'll check. Maybe, maybe Dan Malin's available. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Uh, to say the least, I don't think Odell Beckham will be in my captain spot. I just I can't do it. You can't bring yourself to do it. Can't pull no, the no, no. It's 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 a, it's a horror show, man. It was bad enough, like talking about you know Le'Veon Bell and 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 Devonta Freeman in the in the Thursday night write up. Right now, I got to deal with OBJ. Oh, good lord, no! All right, that's gonna do it for us here tonight. As always, thank you so much for liking and subscribing, John. Uh, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for making the picks with me today. Anytime, Howard. Next Thursday will be fun. You and I, let's do it again. Let's do it again for Week Eleven and beyond for sure. But that's gonna do it for us here tonight. Uh, best of luck to you all in your NFL Week 10, your fantasy games, all your best bets, all your prop bets, all your contests. May you all win this week. For John and Pemba, I'm Howard Bender. This has been Annie Up, and we'll catch you next time.